Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Welcome back. Hey, hey we are back. Hey. Hey. Hey, season finale. Are we all drunk right now? I know. <laughs> I think we're a little drunk because it's the season finale. Yeah. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I we, can't. we made it. We did. <laughs> we made yeah. it through. Yeah, 2020 was three years long. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, the last episode was what, six months ago? Yeah, it feels like it, feels like it was. It feels like it. Feels like it. Yeah. Another day in the space-time continuum. Amazing. Yeah. So I've been really appreciative of this season for a couple of reasons. We did have some guests kind of early on before... COVID really took hold. But what I really enjoyed about the second half of the season was really to getting to explore each other and have these conversations that, that a lot of times we talk about off the podcast right. and to bring them back on. Um, obviously, next season, we'll get back into having some more guests in once COVID sort of settles down even more. Yeah. But it's been really great. I've learned a lot yeah. from all of you. Yeah. I've learned a lot of great business stuff from Mary Beth, a lot of health and wellness things from Jen and, you know, Coach Allen doing his thing. And, you know, I think personally, I think we've all just bonded and connected so much more. I um, agree. And I've enjoyed that so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So t- today's topic, we've been talking a lot about it, Rhapsody. And it's about, you know, if, if you're out working out, and this can, this can go well beyond fitness as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding the difference between an instructor and a coach and what that means. And I know, Alan, you've spoken a lot about it on our own Rhapsody News. Uh, yeah. And, and I think we should, we should dive into that today. I, I think people find it really, really valuable to sort of understand the difference and, and, and what, what it means to be a fitness instructor and what it means to be a coach. Yeah, and I, we, we've been talking a lot about it inside the four walls at Rhapsody. And we ha- we've, last year we instituted the coaches mentorship program mm-hmm. to where we have new coaches coming into uh, learning how to uh, get their sea legs <laughs> when they're coming to coaching, when it comes to coaching. And a big um, focus of mine has always been, because coaches are leaders, leaders not only inside the four walls of a gym, but also just in their community, in their families, in their friend groups, and in every aspect of their life. Um, and, you know, I love to really dive in deep with those aspects of being a coach. And that's why I love being a coach. And when I, when I talk to the new coaches that are coming up, I say that it's, you know, teaching somebody how to air squat or to lift a barbell over their head or to row correctly. That's just like the given. That's the given. Right. I, and, and to tell somebody great job, like that's, that's just a given. The, the things that I'm really looking for as a coach is let's dive in deep one-on-one with every person that you come in contact to make their lives better in every aspect of their life and not just, you know, get your squat deeper, but you know, how are, how is the connection with your kids right now? You know, what are goals that you're going to set in the next three months in order to accomplish those, to evolve you to another state, you know? And so it's been a big conversation for me because also in the fitness sphere, anybody can make you sweat, but can anybody progress you from one state to the next? Mm -hmm. And that's the difference between a fitness instructor and a coach to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
You recently did an article and you said there's five key differences and mm-hmm. sort of how to identify between an instructor and a coach. And the first thing, it's the pretty obvious one for me, it's the education and training. Yeah. And I know it's something that we've been really focused on at our facility about continuing education yeah. and, and, and what that means. Yeah. I'm a nerd when it comes to that. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a certifiable nerd. Like I love learning new things. And as a coach, I equate it to like a doctor, right? A doctor, in order for them to be the best in their field, need to stay up to date with all of the new practices that are happening day in and day out, year in and year out when it comes to being a doctor. As a coach, like there's new stuff coming out all the time that you can learn from that thing, learn those things and help people in every aspect of their uh, lives and, and, and their fitness careers. You know, um, a lot of times with a fitness instructor, uh, they do one small area of, of, uh, fitness, right? They're like, I am, I do cycling and that's what I do. Great. I train people for marathons. Great. Okay. That's cool. But there are so many other things that go into the aspects of fitness, both in physically fit and also mentally fit. And I think as a coach, I think that's really important. Yeah, because I think too, like back in the past, like you had two perspectives of fitness, Mm -hmm. diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. And today I think it's evolved into a whole different wheel and different spokes within that wheel, mental health you know, mindfulness, working out, like spiritual just health, spiritual yeah. health, like all the things, family health, all of that, yeah. everything. It's so, all connected. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the one thing I, I, I know I'm taking away from your time. So no, I apologize, no. but, um, <laughs> but, but this when, is not a debate. I know, when, you, when, you were, when you were talking, just, you know, doing yeah. the introduction, I was thinking about the last time that we did, um, our quarterly check-ins. Mm-hmm. And you and I had met and it was not about how many squats or how much weight it was mine personally was about life and different practices that I wanted to instill into my life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we had that discussion and of course, and you know about my kids and all the things. And so I just related to that. And I think that that's super important. And that's, oh, that's why I love you so much. I love you too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think that you said it from the beginning, but the importance, the important word there to me is continuing. Mm -hmm. So I think you can, you can get your certifications, you can get your education, you can get your training and you can, you can know a thing. Um, but where I think, um, you separate the goods from the greats is that innate curiosity to Mm -hmm. constantly, you know, feed that knowledge and learn new things and get exposure to other opinions. And, um, you know, it's, it's a constant practice Mm -hmm. as opposed to a one and done. Right. You know, I think it's, uh, that's interesting that you say that too, because there, uh, I think there's also like a, a, a thing in the fitness industry to where like fitness instructors are really egotistical. Like they, they think that they're the best and that they, you know, anybody else, like a lot of times, like if they come up with stuff or whatever, like they can sometimes be like, oh, well that's shit. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm hot shit versus a coach I think is innately curious. And when somebody brings another, uh, thought process into the equation, it's actually thought through, right? Like that's why we have a, we have a, coach at the gym, um, Elizabeth, and she is a wealth of knowledge. Um, and her and I bat back and forth ideas constantly because I, one, want to learn. And two, like, if it's a better way, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to steal that. 
I'm like, that's perfect. Steal like an artist. Absolutely, yeah. right? Because if it if it's gonna get a a better outcome for people, like why wouldn't I? Why would I just stand on my my you know ego? Like mm-hmm. let's let's evolve and get to another uh, a a higher state. You know, sure, it's cool. I mean, and I could be off here, but I think that those types of fitness instructors that have that type of behavior, mm-hmm. um, they're only thinking about one person. Yeah, themselves, right? not the people that they're instructing for sure. You, mm-hmm. If you, you know, and so the, the, the second key difference that you point out is what they say. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I call it the cheerleader, right? right. The, a fitness instructor, a lot of times, um, will outline the movement, um, and the workout will start and then the good jobs will happen and the keep in there and keep breathing and, you know, keep trying to, I call it like a hype man. Right. And right. although I want the coach to be a hype man and keep the energy level high, um, I also, I'm going to use the doctor analogy again, a doctor loves to ask questions, right. About you and your life and about movement and, and all of that sort of thing. So when they, so when the questions start to be asked, right, then we become sort of like triage, right? We are, we then start to say like, okay, how can we improve performance in this moment? as a coach, right? Where a fitness instructor probably just stops right before that, right? They're Mm -hmm. just like, you know, you're doing great, great job. Keep up the good work. Keep sweating, you know, keep up that heart rate. I'm going to be like, great, Jen, how, uh, how's that 20 inch box feeling? It's always me. You have to pick (laughs) on. (laughs) Great. I think that you can go up a little higher. Let's try it. And then you do it. And all of a sudden we've now taken Jen from, being successful at what she was doing, but we now took her to another level. And I'm so excited. Yeah. And those moments, like as, as a coach, that's what feeds me because when I see those little like light bulbs happen for people on being like, cause, and especially I love working with guys, but it's especially with women. Like when women finally understand how fucking strong, excuse my French, fucking strong they are. Like I get so jazzed about it. Well, you know what I think? I, uh, I keep interrupting you. I'm so sorry. No, you go. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I think just from, from a woman's perspective, it's the self doubt that we have within us. Mm. Not that men don't have that too, but like, at least for me, I'm like, there's no way I can jump on that 24 inch box. Mm-hmm. And then I do it and I'm like, Oh yeah, I can do it. Self doubt out the window. Yeah. Keep going for sure. Well, and it, it, you know, I think back to something my mom told me, she's a career educator. Um, and I, I think this is very indicative of an instructor versus a coach mm-hmm. is she would, she had this way of explaining that as a, as a teacher, as an educator, it's not my job to figure out one way to tell you one plus one equals two. It's my job to figure out seven different ways to tell you mm-hmm. one plus one equals two. Yeah. Um, so I think, and, and you touched on this, it's asking questions, but it's also observation. It's active listening mm-hmm. and then taking those cues yeah. and saying something in a way that is going to have the most effect on your athlete. For sure. And that takes mm-hmm. some serious skill. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think that leads right into number three, which is how they correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we have observation, we have the conversation and questions, and then how they correct. Right. I think, you know, I'm always, I'm looking as a coach um, 
to educate, right? My three are educate, entertain, and inspire. Those are my, that's what I always go into every class doing, uh, or in, uh, aspiring to. Um, and so as a coach, my job is to educate you on if let's say there is a fault in your movement, I want you to not only, um, let's try to correct it in the seven or eight different ways that we, I could pull out of my toolbox. I call it my toolbox. Um, it's the only way that I'm going to use tools, uh, is my <laughs> toolbox. And, and then also I'm going to say the reason why we're correcting this movement is because the fault is happening in your mechanics. And this is, this is the reason why, and this is why I have to correct it in order for, we use the tree analogy, right? Your fitness is the tree trunk. And sometimes we can grow out to the side onto a branch. And then that's when we start to quote unquote plateau in our fitness. And so we have to pull ourselves back into that tree trunk in order to then keep growing taller. And it sometimes right? means you have to come down the tree a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. to gotta be able prune to it a little bit, up. baby. You gotta yeah. come back down to that foundation before you can grow higher. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um the programming. Mm. Number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody can make you sweat. Anybody yep. can make you sweat. For sure. I think I am always looking as being a coach, uh, the long game, right? I'm not just looking for the next workout. I'm being like, okay, how can I, how can I get Mary Beth to like curse my name at the end of the workout? You I actually mean, like it that? happens a lot. I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. But there's mindfulness that comes into that programming, right? You know, I want to see progression happen from, you know, January 1st to December 31st. Mm -hmm. Um, And through that entire year, we're going to touch every aspect of your fitness in order to improve what we like to call in, in CrossFit methodology, the 10 general physical skills, right? Those, you know, of a balance and coordination and stamina and strength and speed and all of those things that combine into health and wellness for yourself. So, as a coach, you are, you are purposely making programming in order to progress them to the next level of their fitness. A fitness instructor, a lot of times they're like, hmm, what's in my head? All let's right. Do yeah, let's, let's do burpees. Let's do some box burpees. Jumps and, and, yeah. 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 And, and I think like the mindfulness that happens and, and there are a lot of programmers out there and there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, and not one person is right and one person is wrong. But I think, you know, the best programming out there is the stuff that makes you see difference mm-hmm. and improvement. Right. You know? Yeah. And variety. And variety. You know, I think a lot of times when you go to like a boot camp or something like that, it becomes routine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a kind of like the same five, six movements yeah, repeated you know what to over and over and you in. know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But variety, not only does it help progress your fitness, but it also keeps you engaged in the programming. Yeah. And yeah. it keeps you you know, wanting more, dreading yeah. a day, and it creates that sort of emotional yeah. cycle that makes it really exciting yeah. to train. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I think? To, oh, sorry. I'm say. just all over the place today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that, you know, because we can see the workouts the night before. Mm-hmm. Some days I look at it, I'm like, oh, so exciting, whatever it is. And then the next day I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Those, those are the days I wish they weren't posted until I walked <laughs> yeah. the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but, but those are probably the days that are most important to you. Exactly. Yeah. Or for you. <laughs> Not to yeah. you, but for you. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I hate wall balls, but I have to go do wall I mean, balls. Uh, that, that's a good yeah. point because every time I see anything with a barbell that says the word clean in it, I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. When that's the area that I need to work on the most for me because, yeah. you know, I just haven't gotten that down yet. And that's okay. That's I'll get okay. There. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Um. 
lastly, Alan, you said how they motivate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, what's the laughing about? Mot- motivation is different <laughs> yeah. for every person, right? Uh-huh. It's, it's, um, I, and I equate it to like, there's the soft spoken during the workout. There's the in your face, like pick up the barbell, uh, version. There's the, guess there's... which version he uses with me. <laughs> <laughs> the aggressive no, one. <laughs> but also I think, I think there's a whole nother level to it, right? For, for a coach, your you know, your athletes, um, intimately, um, not just inside the four walls, but what's going on outside of the four walls. And you have uh, this wealth of knowledge from the, the past time that you've been working with them to know where they are uh, scared, where they um, thrive. Um, and for as a coach, your job is to help them navigate all of that in order to get to the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, And with a fitness instructor, a lot of times it is the cheerleader, like we've talked about. um, And it just stops right there, you know, but for me as a coach um, and Jen and I, Jen, you you and I have taught and Mary Beth has talked about it, about fitness and wellness. um, There are so many aspects to it that as a coach, I need to know every aspect, ounce of information about you in order to support you in the best possible way that I can. Um, and also to figure out how to in that moment too. Mm -hmm. I don't just have one way that I talk to somebody or everybody. And and you, and and you can't because we're all different. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and as a coaching staff, uh, and team at Rhapsody, one of our core values is people smart being able to adjust the way that you speak with people in order to get the best outcome for them. Right. Right. That's in, but that's not just in the gym. It's literally in everyday life. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's never a one size fits most. uh -uh. Exactly. And it's why I think you have to really take the idea of group fitness and realize it's a group of individuals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's really separating that. Yeah. So, I think those are great differences to identify and I do recommend to anyone out there really wanting to make a difference, a long-term difference in their life when it comes to health, wellness, fitness mindset is to find that coach. Mm -hmm. So say you found a coach, yeah, you found a great coach that you connect with, you're learning about each other. So as an athlete, how can I become uh, the most coachable? How can I be the most coachable athlete that you have? And yeah. I think that we've really identified that that comes down to sort of what our core values are yeah. at the gym, and that's that uh, happy, hungry, and humble. Yeah. So talk to me about happy. What 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 is a happy, coachable athlete? Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna start. I'm actually gonna flip it on its head and actually start with humble, Great. right? Because I need I need somebody to walk into the door and be immediately, or not if not immediately, but. I need them quickly. to Within quickly <laughs> be able to be open to feedback. Yes. Yeah. Because if you are not open to feedback, it ain't going to work. Right. Yes. It's just not going to work. Right. Or it's just eventually going to get to a, p- a place to where you're like, uh, you know, that you were going to hit a stalemate mm-hmm. because I'm going to be trying and trying and trying. And I'm as a coach, again, I'm going to be trying my different avenues. But for you as a, as an athlete, 
I just need you to be open and welcoming of feedback and take that humility and that ego that we all have and leave it at the door and don't bring it in. Well, and we were talking about this the other day. It's, um, you know, I hate the word workout (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, because what we do more often than not is train. Mm -hmm. If the goal is to progress and to get better and stronger and faster, you are training Mm -hmm. for something else. You're, Mm -hmm. you're training for something that's coming. Right. And so I think that mentality, instead of I'm going to come in here and I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to get my workout on Mm -hmm. come in with the mentality of I'm here to train. Mm -hmm. And with that mentality comes, I'm here to learn. Right. Yeah. And that's going to require me leaving that expectation that I don't have anything to learn yeah. or that I'm the best I, I can be at the door. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because people come into the gym sometimes and sometimes they just had a really shitty day. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Alan, don't talk to me. Don't I like, and for me as a coach, I actually get excited. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, Ooh, okay. I was like, one, I love a challenge, but also I love to help them now because in my head, I'm like, great. My goal is in this next hour for it to be there. The best hour that this in these 24 hours, this is their best hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to set you up for success that, yeah, it is training. So there may be days that you're like, Alan, I'm not going to be able to swing that 53 pound kettlebell. Great. Let's do a 35 and be successful at it. Yeah. Like, and you can get me large sets. And then all of a sudden you end the workout and you're like, hell yeah, I got the stimulus. I got the goals. Like yeah. I am one strong mother effa, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah. And then you leave. And in my, and in your head, you're like, wow, like, Today wasn't such a bad day. Right. right. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Well, and, and I'd also say as a, as an athlete, that is a constant practice. So, mm-hmm. I, and I think this is important setting the stage for the, all the points we're going to go through is that some days it's going to come easier, easier for you than others. Yeah. Right. Some days it's easier for me to leave my pride expectation whatever that is at the door than others. Um, so, you know, I think it's important to make that note of like, you don't always have to get it right every day. You're, you are, you are practicing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's a, you know, I, I think it's, I think that bleeds into the next one, right. Of being hungry, right. When you come into the gym, um, you know, being able to to leave your ego at the door, being welcoming of feedback, but then also being uh, being wanting to strive for something more, mm-hmm. right? Having that hunger to improve every day, um, you know, in some aspect of your life, and it can be really, 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 really tiny, or you can have a huge PR that mm-hmm. day. And it in anywhere in between, as long as we've moved the needle from here to here, I am, oh, as a coach, I'm like, that's what I'm looking for day in and day out, right? I think one of the, the hardest <clears throat> things that you can do with anyone is to make somebody want something. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I, think you can. Yeah, I don't think you can. I, I, I think you have to have a, and that's what I, I think what, that's what we're talking about here when we say hungry. You have to be a self motivator. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you, and that works with any business because I've definitely experienced this outside of the, the fitness industry as well. If someone doesn't want it, mm-hmm. yeah. no matter how much energy that you put into them, <laughs> no much how, how much that you want it for them, mm-hmm. it's not possible. Yeah, they have to have that self motivation. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, we and all, the recognition yeah. too. I think I think individually, you have to recognize that this is something that you want, or this is something that you need to tackle, like a challenge or something. And yeah, that, you know, 
you have to have that recognition and awareness and then the self-motivation too. I completely yeah, agree. Sure. And, but, and, and the last thing I wanted to touch on was, is happy. And that's just your, your demeanor and your outlook. Yeah. I, I mean, and, uh, Jen, we talked about this on your la- on Again, the last why episode. Are we always picking on Jen. Uh, no, no, but we talked about it on the last episode of you know, it's it's the strive to be happy. Yeah. Right. Um, it's not the hey, let's put it on and like yeah. fake it till you make it. No, yeah. like that's not what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I'm talking about like the happiness in your life and the striving to be happy. It's the right? true inner happiness, the true inner joy for that sure. You can just see. Yeah. Like just even when you say hello or when you even look at somebody, you can just tell. Well, and I think it's finding, it's finding the happiness in the thing that you're doing, you know, and and we joke about, Mm -hmm. you know, the, 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 when you go in into Rhapsody and and you do the work that we do there, it's hard y'all. Like, I mean, it's hard. Um, and there's, there's the struggle and there's the challenge and we joke about the shared suffering of it, but I think it's, (laughs) (laughs) there is, there's a solidarity in that. But I also think that there's, uh, you know, going back to a practice of just finding joy in your ability to, to do these things and your ability to move and and your ability to make space to be there that day. Yeah. I mean, if it, you know, again, and I say this as someone who doesn't always succeed at it, but it's like, it's a, it's a gratitude practice. Like if I can, can make myself just like find a little sliver of something there, you know, it, it matters. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. My, my big thing too, is that I think that's why I, in my coaching, um, sorry if you're hearing stuff in the background. They are chomping up trees right behind my head. They're, make, um, they're, making, the, they're making the neighborhood beautiful. They, yeah, they That's are. Right. They are. They are. It's great though. They're putting mulch out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, it'll be pretty. <laughs> and it will. Yeah, it's um, fine. Everything's but fine. I think you know, in my practice of being a coach, I, I, I use humor, right? Because I know that humor. Um, whether you think I'm funny or not, or inappropriate, or inappropriate. Yeah. I always skirt the line. Um, you know, I find that like that automatically helps people, um, sit back. Yeah. It and lowers the defenses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, that lets me know <laughs> whether you're laughing or fake laughing or crying. whatever or crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I'm like, okay, this is this is a good fit with a coach and an athlete. Mm-hmm. Versus it being like, no, I don't want that. I don't want you know, then I'm gonna be like, mm, well, I don't know if this is the place for you then. Cause yeah. you're gonna get dad jokes and dirty jokes and um dance Disney jokes and, and dance moves. Sex yeah. Jokes are the best. Hey, I, yeah, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah, they are pretty <laughs> they are pretty bad. <laughs> hey, I learned that WAP dance. That was Hard. Do you know what that stands for? Yeah, I do know what that stands for, Jen. Well, uh, that's I why I didn't. My daughter was doing that, and she was like, "Look at this dance!" And on TikTok, and I was like, "Get that off of there!" It, it, it came. Then, it, it came on in the gym, and I, you know, we're all working out. We're like, "What is this?" Yeah. And then this twelve-year-old that works out. He's twelve, right? Yeah. Ethan. Ethan's yeah. twelve. He knew every word. He knew every word. Uh, well, when I found out what it meant, I about. I was like, let's go back to Old Town Road. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. I mean, the Beatles we went, Yeah, that's better. what happened in quarantine. Yeah, we went from talking about a horse to something completely different. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, gang, I think that's great. You know, being a coachable athlete, really holding on to being humble, hungry, and happy. Yeah. The one thing I wanted to add here at the end, it's something that, that has been a more recent 
sort of focus of mine, and it's for the coaches. And it's that if you are a coach and you are excelling, you're doing all these things, continue education, continue to grow, connect to your people, don't forget that coaches need coaches. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's something that, that I've, you know, owning a gym, it, it's great. Sometimes I walk in the gym and I feel like I'm always on and I really can't sort of focus on my own training and my mm-hmm. own self. So I have been going over to, you have, I, I love MMA. I love the mixed martial arts. I've been going over to a mixed martial arts gym, working privately with a MMA fighter here. His name's Charleston. He's fantastic. And then also going to jujitsu class and, and wrestling. And it's been so amazing to be a beginner at something again. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel as, as you know, a, a CrossFit coach, I, I've, I've developed, I'm continuing to grow, but just literally going back and remembering what it's like to start something new mm-hmm. is really humbling. Yes. Um, but I'm really trying to hold on to this humble, hungry, happy mindset, and I'm loving it. That's awesome. And, and I, I do think that coaches, uh, you know, find a coach. Yeah, and, and you know what? And I, I think that's awesome. And I also think there's nothing wrong with it because I think we said on one of our previous episodes that none of us are perfect. Exactly. We're yeah. imperfectly perfect, right? I mean, I'm a wellness coach, but I have my own wellness coach. I have my fitness coach sitting mm-hmm. in front of me. I've got my business coach sitting in front of me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, we all need help in some aspects of our lives at all point in time. So there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Completely agree. Continue the education. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, I've had a great season two with all of you. Me too. And thank you all out there for supporting (laughs) us. Remember, you can always reach out to us um, on Instagram. We're at Rhapsody Radio Show on Instagram. You can always email us at info at RhapsodyRadio.com. We're really excited for season three. We're going to get kicked off in about a month here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, after we get back from Disney. We're going to Disney. Uh. Uh, we uh, haven't been there shocking. before. Yeah. <laughs> shocking. We're, we're not freaking running a dopey, dopey marathon. You are? Though. No, we're oh, not. I was going to say, no. I think they were no. doing yeah, that. Yeah. Well, you're, you're having a vacation no. just to have a vacation? Yeah, we're actually going just to sleep. So I mean, don't <laughs> don't get me wrong. There is an agenda. There's oh, like a daily, you know me. There's a whole thing. But we're really excited. We're going to be back. Um, and we can't wait to bring you all new episodes in about a month. So Looking forward to it. stay safe. Take care of each other, and we'll see you soon. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.